Welcome to Radio Saxabord, a podcast from the UK's most northerly island of Unst. This small island of just 46 square miles is home to 650 people and to Saxabord Spaceport, the country's first vertical launch programme. Throughout this podcast, we will offer a series of unique insights into the design, build and operations of Saxabord Spaceport, whilst giving you a taste of Shetland life. My name is Emily Strang. And my name is Bryden Priest. And this is Radio Saxaboard. Hello and welcome to the third episode of this season of Radio Saxaboard. I'm back, Bryden. I'm back. back. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. Um, I've never felt more <laughs> awkward than last week. We're sitting talking into my phone by myself. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed that little interlude of my... Um, relaxing voice yeah it was the bryden show for a week you got a break from me but here i am back (laughs) better than ever (laughs) oh i was just thinking there what at what point do we stop saying the episode number that do you know maybe we'll hit 100 well no but that's an important one to say i feel like yeah if we get to about 25 we could probably stop saying yeah people probably won't care by that point um Yes, an exciting episode for you this week. We are talking all things Uphelia, or Uphelia, if you're fianced. <laughs> yeah, no, we might need a translator. This yeah. is when Bryden's accent really comes out. I'm joking, I'm joking. No, it is. It well. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I don't know that much about it. I know it's a Viking festival, put bluntly, um, mm. but... So for our listeners, Bryden, do you want to sort of explain what it is to someone who might not know nothing about it? Yeah, so I haven't prepared an answer here, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> um, so Uphelia A, or A, if you're fans, as I said, um, is a Viking festival. Um, so the oldest one in Shetland, it started um, in the 1800s in Lerwick, um, so that was held last week so that's always the last tuesday in january every year so that's been going on for a long time the one we're fo- focusing on this week um has just happened on this friday just gone um although we're recording this part just before i've done the interviews that one has been going since 1911 so over 100 years and it's basically a celebration of the end of winter and the lighter night so up means um the heli is the weekend and um, so it's kind of bringing on the weekend and the end of winter um, and there's some strange things that go on to celebrate that mm-hmm. which um will seem a bit bizarre to people some people if you google it you'll see lots of images of fire and torches and burning boats which yeah it's very bizarre but to me it just seems normal it's very cool though and actually i think um this year um I've had bits coming up on my TikTok about it as well. Like it's now, people are now actually getting to see it. Yeah. Um, and it, it is hitting a wider audience. Because um, I've had like my friends come up and show me, it's like, is this real? And I'm like, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's Yeah, it's one of those things. So basically there's a group of men who are men and women. So this is also another thing important to note that this is the first year that women have been allowed to be in squads at the Leverick Apelia. And um, it's been the case in some of the more rural Apelias. There's 12 that happen, I think 12 around different parts of Shetland over the course of January to the middle of March. And this group of people 
who are dressed as Vikings, go around during the day um, and visit care home schools and various different locations and just celebrate this event. And then at night, loads of different people get into groups of people and they're called squads and they will prepare an act or a skit or a dance, a song that they'll perform in front of the rest of the community at night just after the procession, which is where they all carry torches through the streets of Lerwick and Lerwick up Hillia or down around um, the village in Sound, um, and then chuck all the um, torches into a boat, a galley, and that burns and that's to symbolise the um, ritual of Viking burials where the um, Vikings would be set off in their boat and burned um, and sent off into the afterlife um, that way. Yeah, I mean it is it seems like it's really, really amazing scenes and it's definitely something that should be on people's bucket list. If you haven't heard of it before, it's definitely worth even just looking at videos because I feel like you've done a very good job of explaining it, but it's hard to understand unless you've actually seen some sort of evidence of it. Yeah, yeah, no, and I will. I'll put a video in the description of this episode that's um, of you, Sindapelia, a few few years ago. So this would be in twenty nineteen. Then I was lucky enough to be in the Yarl squad because my first cousin David was the Yarl that year. So that's the the Yarl is the head Viking at the event who's kind of in charge of the proceedings um, and promote Shetland. Put together a really nice video which features me as the voiceover for the most part and um, talking about what it means to the community and we'll find out some more from people during this episode about what it means to them and why it's so important that this happens every year and this is the first use in the all back since covid so first time since 2020 that we've all been together so it's a lot of stress on trying to remember what we're actually meant to be doing um, <laughs> And this is the Wednesday before Apelia, so I'm I'm a bit stressed at the moment actually thinking about it. <laughs> well, Bryden, what are what are you doing for this this year? What what's your role? I guess. Oh, well, I guess I can actually tell you because it's it's past. Yeah. So I well, I'm a Yarl Squad musician during the day, so I'll be playing the fiddle with the Yarl Squad um, at using Apelia, and in a couple of weeks' time, I'll be playing the accordion for Nordic Apelia um, Yarl Squad. Um, the Yarl Squad sing the Apelia song, which you might hear online um, at some point. Um, it's a lovely song um, that everybody knows the words to. You're taught it when you're a toddler. You'll mm-hmm. never forget it. Um, and then I'm in a squad at night, and I will be uh, spending my night dressed as a chicken. Of course. Yeah. Is this what you had to ask me for some help on, or am I making that up? Yes. So, yeah, so there was parts of our act, we're doing a, a sketch, a, a song, actually, um, that I needed somebody, um, well, I needed to learn how to do a, a Mancunian accent, which was not natural to me, as you could hear. Um, <laughs> but thankfully, we managed to cut that part from the act. So I, I did record it. It wasn't very good. <laughs> I want, I yeah. want the evidence, and I want I'll, to I will put send it you the in. <laughs> I'm going to put a clip in right at the end of the episode of Brian doing the Manchester accent. No, it's not good. <laughs> not good. But yeah, a chicken. I think that kind of sums up the weird and wonderful things people can dress as fish, as um, astronauts, uh, rockets. There's um, been lots of content in some of the acts and squads about the spaceport, which kind of shows the community support of it, um, and just kind of poking fun at different parts of the um, things that have gone on in the island so uh, it's really good and I can, I'll expect to see some spaceport references this year too which is good it's definitely yes. a good thing. I would hope so um, so to kind of explain how this episode's going to work basically Bryden's going on tour 
And what that means is on Friday and up Heliade, I will be harassing people with my phone, recording them into my phone and just kind of hearing from different people who do different things at Apelia and what it means to them and why it's so important. Yeah, so I guess without further ado, let's go to Bryden in the future, but it's actually the past. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Paul. Would you be able to introduce yourself and who you are? Hello, I'm Paul Thompson. I'm head teacher of Barton Junior High School. Um, so, Paul, you're the head teacher. And so, what does Uphelia mean to you and to the school and all the bands that go here? Uh, Uphelia is huge. It's absolutely enormous. It's it's probably the highlight of the year for all the pupils and all the staff. Uh, there's a huge buzz about the school for all the weeks leading up to it. We have bairns in different departments and different classes making shields, making axes, making helmets. And just the, the buzz around the place is, is phenomenal. It is really good. And it's a great, great event to get the whole community back in. And then today was a perfect example. Yeah. Today was a perfect example because we had all the community in for their coffee morning this morning. And there must be hundreds of people in Barlison School today all celebrating Uphelia. Even in a terrible day, everybody was in. So it's a, yeah. it's a huge, huge event that pulls the whole community together. Yep, and I know from going to the school, like it is one of the days you remember from every single year what, what goes on. Um, what's your experiences with Uphelia in the past, personally? So personally, I, I was lucky, lucky enough to be the Yarrow in 2018. And, uh, and that was certainly a highlight, one of the highlights of my life. Uh, the bairns that we, we've got, we've got three bairns and they were just the perfect age. Up Pelia at that time, they were three, five, and seven, and it was a huge part of our lives for that whole the whole year leading up to it. The summer, you were trying to design outfits and get ideas and pull things together, and then when it came to the actual winter time, when you start to meet as a squad, then you're starting to build, you're starting to make, you're starting to pull things together, and it is fantastic. It's certainly one of the best winters I've ever ever experienced. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the day itself it is brilliant. It's fantastic. We involve the the school, we involve the care centre and the hall and the community, but. It's the, it's the months leading up to it that is the real fun about Pellia. That's the, that's the best bit. And um, we were actually looking at photographs and videos for Friday year only a couple of nights ago. And it is brilliant just to go look back in the memories that you had, say, five years ago and how much everybody's changed and how much the bairns have grown. And um, yeah, I think I said to the bairns again, and even they would say it again, they would do it again in a heartbeat. It was fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you and have a good night, Paul. Thanks very much, Brian. Hello Andrew, uh, welcome to the Radio Saxford podcast. Um, would you be able to introduce yourself and what you're doing today? Uh, so I'm Andrew Hunter, I was the 2020 Yarl, so I'm in uh, Leslie's squad to kind of help him out and, and shoot and show him the ropes, hopefully. Yep, um, so could you kind of tell me a bit about what you've been up to today and, and the kind of things that the Yarl squad does? Uh, so we're, some of the Yarl squad met at 7 this morning to start the breakfast going and then we we, uh, the rest of us arrived at eight o'clock. I did the handover to Leslie, where I gave him a, a little gift, a handshake, and all the best. And we, then we had our breakfast and and got kitted and suited and booted, ready to head off to the Baltzan School. Um, after being there, then we headed to the to uh, Nordalee, where we uh, were waved at them through the window and sang our squad songs, and then uh, we headed out to Hammer to get our fo- squad photo taken because we were uh, that's a place that's special to Leslie's heart and that's where the and it's kind of the same places where the bill um, head was painted excellent and then what's the plan for the rest of the night so we're just uh, gonna meet the bit of the community have a have a bit of bash here in the afternoon and um, it's good to give the chance for everybody to meet and greet us and then uh, tonight we'll be heading over to the galley shed to lead off the procession there's a couple of hundred geysers and we'll be heading to the Shelter Ting to burn the boat and 
then we'll uh, head back and hopefully see some brilliant uh, acts from the rest of the community. Excellent, yeah. So, Andrew, I think this has been a big part of your life for you were young, just the same as everybody growing up here, but I think there's a, a kind of longer story to your connection to Paleo, isn't there? Uh, yeah, yeah. So my, um, we are, there's actually a photo of my great-grandfather um, in the, uh, as a geyser in the first one in 1911, and then he was actually lucky enough to be the Jarl in 1926. And then my, uh, my grandfather, Brian, was the Jarl in 1971. My uh, father was the Jarl in 1994, and then I was lucky enough to be chosen for 2020. Uh, in 2020, then I had my grandfather, Brian, uh, my father, Peter, myself, and my two sons, Jack and Robbie, in the squad. So we had four, four generations in the same Yarl squad. And then, obviously, the, it was, I was the first sort of fourth generation Yarl with the, down the paternal side. Yeah, but I'm sure Jack and Robbie will probably both be Yarl someday too. They, they certainly hope so. Yeah. They're, they're clean rock high, but yeah, they, yeah. Lo- they love the, they love the up how they are. They're, been singing it for singing it for years, yeah. Yeah, and what do you think that the um, Uphelio kind of means for the community here and all the Burns and Aldfort? It's just the same. Oh, just fantastic! The Uphelio is then it's. They should go and see it today. Like the smiles on the faces when the kids saw the galley and that, and they're just loving it. They've been singing the songs and been watching the DVDs and the YouTube's of the old ones, and uh, because it's been a mess for the last three years, it's something that something that gets you through the bleak January, February months. Is, Meeting, going on, you're going to meet up with your friends and just have that, have that spree and the community feeling. It's just, it's just mm. gets it so through the roof. Yeah, excellent. Well, thank you very much, Andrew. That's superb. No worries, Brian. Uh, hello, Duncan. Would you be able to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Duncan. Uh, Scott, Duncan Scott, yep. uh, and I'm a. And this is my second year in the, in the Yarrow squad, and I'm next year's Yarrow, which is a bit daunting. The Yarrow elect. So. Yes. Um, Duncan, some folk listening to this might be able to tell already, you didn't grow up in Shetland. <laughs> um, so what was it like coming to Uphelio for the first time? I don't know if the last time you were in the Arrow squad in 2019? Andrew's year. Uh, 2020? Uh, 2019? 20, yeah. 2020. Would yeah. have been, the, was that the first time you were at Uphelio? No, no. I'd been to a couple of, I'd been in squads, like local squads, for, uh, for quite a few, three or four, maybe five Uphelios before that. Um, and that was great. I mean, just... You don't really know. You can't really explain it to folk. So it's uh, uh, it's just brilliant, but uh, uh, it's kind of extremely unusual. <laughs> yeah, very unusual is a good word. Yeah, to sum it up. Yeah. Um, and so, being next year's Yarrow, how do you feel today? Like, what's your responsibilities today? <laughs> well, my responsibilities today, in part, are really kind of learning ropes. I mean, I think you, you, I don't really have to do that much today. I have to read out some. Uh, um, telegrams and things of that sort, messages uh, tonight, which I'm a bit nervous about, uh, but really just paying attention and trying to take on board what, what needs to be done next year, it's a huge task luckily there's loads of folk to kind of keep you right and, and another part of it is that uh, you kind of look like you know what you're doing and then Hopefully you can bluff your way through it somewhere, somewhere I don't know why. Yeah, so kind of the, the apprentice yarl this, this Yeah, year. that's, yeah. <laughs> that's it, yeah. Yeah, so um, what do you think as a kind of somebody coming into Unst, and I know you've lived here for a while now, yeah. but what do you think this kind of means to the community for kind of that kind of perspective? It's a tremendous thing for the community. To me, as an incomer, it really gets all about the community. It's uh, a great 
thing in the darkest days of winter when everyone gets together and starts making stuff and having a laugh about events over that's happened over the years and people's sort of mistakes they've made and it's just a great fun and a bringing together a folk in, in a dark, windy, wet time of year and uh, it's all about community too, as far as I'm concerned. It's really, in, in terms of the community involvement, it's just I don't know if I've ever experienced anything quite like it anywhere else. It's really brilliant that way. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Duncan. That's perfect. Thank you. Yeah. So I hope that everything you heard there was really positive um, and really interesting to hear uh, how much people enjoy um, Apelia and um, just how involved all the community is in it. But as you already know, we don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might have just been ten minutes of nothing, just complete silence. Yeah. <laughs> and, and right now, we we do not know that, but I'm I'm very very certain that's not going to be the case. Um, because it is. Would you say it is like such? Well, it's it's such a massive part of the culture up there, isn't it? Yeah, it's just it's such. I mean, because everybody prepares for it. I know the Yarrow Squad starts meeting around um, autumn time to start preparing their Viking costumes, things like that. All the squads are meeting from the start of December. A lot of them to get prepared for it. So it's just a huge part of your winter, and just something to keep you busy during the winter to prepare for it. Um, and it's a lot of good fun. There's a big Kaylee afterwards, um, where there's dancing, music, um, lots of good fun, and lots of people come to see it as well, which is amazing. Yeah, I've never I've never been in Shetland during the winter months. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> um <laughs> and I know that it can be quite hard, so um mm. I can imagine it is just such an uplifting part of like it's finally on its way to summer again. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that means some some warmth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fingers crossed, although at the moment it's not looking too likely. Um, it's a bit a bit cold here and um, not the greatest weather, so let's <laughs> hope for the best for Friday night. I think that's all yeah. we can do. Do you know, I've got my fingers crossed for you, Bryden. Yeah, I don't think a chicken suit's going like, to keep me very warm, is it? <laughs> the feathers. Chickens have to stay warm somehow. My, my chicken suit's not expensive enough to have feathers. <laughs> so this week's piece of music is as Bryden mentioned earlier the Uphelia song but performed by the fabulous Peter Wood um, so I hope you've enjoyed this episode and we'll see you next time <laughs>
You've been listening to Radio Saxford. Join us every Sunday for a new episode. To follow the progress of Saxford Spaceport, visit our website, saxford.com. And to keep updated on the podcast, join the conversation on Instagram and Twitter at Radio Saxford and use hashtag Saxford Sundays. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>